welcome to another episode of Getting Off the Hamster Wheel, how to find a career that brings you joy, fulfillment, and success. My name is Karen Weeks, and today we are doing another mini episode as a follow-up to my conversation last week with Patrick Cleary. Patrick shared his decision to have his career be one thing he enjoys and keep his passion for the arts as something he does, quote-unquote, on the side. I think this is something a lot of people think about. You may love something, but do you want that to be your career? Does it provide the lifestyle that you need or want? Does working in that field create a different experience than just doing it part-time? And if it is the thing that's paying your bills, does that change the experience? Or are you even finding you can't support yourself with your passion? Not to pick on the arts, but that's exactly what I experienced. When that job had to be the way I was paying rent, getting health care, and managing my whole life, I realized it wasn't what I wanted. My partner had a similar experience. He was frustrated with his experiences, so he decided to start his own theater company. That way he could decide what shows they did, the quality of the productions laid on his shoulders, all the tough things you wish you could change when you're acting in a show. But then he realized everything else that came with running an arts organization and it ruined the artistic experience. So he went back to focusing on the art and letting other people make the business decisions. So what are some ways to fuel your passion without it being your full-time job? Here are just a couple of suggestions that I came up with as I've talked to people over the years about ways they found the balance. One way is what I call the weekend warrior, the people that put all their energy and love into something on the weekends. Maybe you're passionate about helping people with their health, so you learn to lead a gym class or a Weight Watchers group or something that really focuses on people's health. Maybe you're passionate about helping kids who need added support with their schoolwork, so you work as a part-time tutor. Maybe you do love the arts, so you work at a museum or as an usher at the symphony or even photograph weddings or family pictures. Heck, you may even be a foodie and you could start a food blog where you review different restaurants or share new recipes that you're trying. Same idea for travel. I know someone who gets sent to new resorts to do early reviews of them. Totally a part-time gig, but really fun. So get creative. Think about what it is you want to have in your life and how you can add that in. In today's gig economy, there are also a lot of ways to freelance or share your talents with others without a large time commitment. Check out sites like Fiverr or Upwork, where freelancers can post their skills. I even met someone who loved organizing, so they offered their service on TaskRabbit and got a lot of gigs organizing people's closets and pantries, and she loved it. So there's definitely an outlet for everyone. Another option is to consider volunteering. Maybe you are a web designer who cares a lot about animals. Instead of changing careers to work as a vet or something along those lines, you could reach out to a local animal shelter and offer to redo their website. I'm sure they could use the help. Maybe you're passionate about helping veterans rejoin the workforce. There are programs where you can volunteer to help with their resumes or interview skills. Maybe you love fashion and want to volunteer at an organization that either offers donated prom dresses or wedding dresses to people who can't afford them. What an amazing way to help someone feel special and find just the right dress for them when they thought that option wasn't possible. You could even help people with mental illness without having to go back to school to become a therapist, for example. You can volunteer at an organization like NAMI that provides programs and support for both the individuals but also their families. The list can go on and on. My point is that you don't have to make a career change. You don't have to uproot your life just because you have a passion that's outside your current job. There's a way to have both. To balance a 9-to-5 job that provides support and key necessities for your life 
and a passion that you care deeply about and want to incorporate in your life. Like Patrick, you may even find that you're able to enjoy the passion project more when it's not what you rely on for your livelihood. So hopefully some of those examples sparked an idea for you. My challenge to you is to identify the passion you have that is currently not a big enough part of your life and research one way you could get more involved. Take that first step today. And don't forget to tell people about your side passion. I thought one of Patrick's best pieces of advice was not to hide your outside loves. First of all, it will only help you if you ever need to create a little balance in your life, like taking time to go to New York to put up a fringe production, but also because you never know how your manager or team can support your passion. Maybe they also care deeply about the same thing and want to volunteer with you. Or maybe they know someone who's looking for help with a project you can do on the side. They can also just come and support you at your next event. You will also probably be happier because you've been sharing more of your authentic self with the people you see every day. As always, I hope these additional tips helped. Feel free to reach out to me directly if you're looking for more advice or questions you have about finding balance in your life and identifying ways to incorporate your passion. Don't forget to check out my course on Teachable about this very topic. Listeners of this podcast get a 20% discount, bringing the course down to just $40 if you use the code HAMSTER when you register. Stay tuned for our next full episode on August 24th, when we talk to Thea Zunick about how she used her experiences in higher education to transition to a nonprofit that works with schools and universities. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing, sharing it with others, and leaving a rating and review on the platform of your choice. Until next time, remember, there's always a way to get off the hamster wheel.